0: Welcome to the top-rated and award-nominated Grad School femtoring Podcast, the place for first-gen BIPOCs to learn about all things grad school, personal development, and sustainable productivity. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your FEMTOR, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to successfully navigate grad school and beyond. For over 13 years, I've been empowering first-gen students of color along their academic and professional journeys, and I'm really excited to support you too. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. As many of you know, I started this podcast four years ago to provide a space to empower first-gen BIPOCs as they pursue higher ed. Over time, I've also been able to uplift voices of those systemically excluded from the ivory tower. Now that the show has grown, however, the podcast requires financial support to sustain itself. If you are a loyal listener, you can provide a monthly or one-time donation at the links provided in my show notes. And if you are a mission-driven company or organization interested in sponsoring an episode, Please contact me at gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com so that you can learn more about my sponsorship packages. If you found this podcast valuable in any way, shape, or form, I really hope you'll consider investing in the show. Every little bit helps. Now, back to the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Grad School FemTouring Podcast. Today I'm gonna to be talking to you about. What to do when a professor asks you to write your own letter of recommendation. I'm recording this episode because it was a question that came up uh, with one of my clients. So I'm actually recording this episode for her. And I thought, well, I might as well, you know, instead of just recording a video directly to her, I might as well record it as a podcast episode because this information is critical for anyone to have who is navigating the grad squad admissions process. And then you've you know worked up the courage to ask for letters of rec, and lo and behold, they come back and say, sure, I'd be happy to, but can you write your own letter? Or can you send me a draft of your letter? And I think I know what you're thinking, because if I were in those shoes, what I would be thinking is hold up hold up, how can you expect me to write my own letter when I've never even seen what a strong grad school admissions letter is supposed to look like? It also can feel quite awkward to write about yourself. And especially if you are a first-gen BIPOC student, it might feel uncomfortable to show off your accomplishments in a letter. Some of us come from cultures where humility is something is a value that we're taught to embrace and so to laud about our achievements, to share publicly the things that we've done can be hard. So we tend to undersell ourselves a lot of the times when we're talking about ourselves and what we've done in our academic and professional achievements. So yeah, what do you do? What do you do when that happens? My first recommendation is to Find out if there's any mentors or even um this could be professors, this could be graduate students, anyone you know in the higher ed space that could give you a letter of recommendation template. So this is obviously someone that knows you, that trusts you, that wouldn't mind sending you one of their letters, or that wouldn't mind um Send You know, some of them might send you a letter that they wrote about you. Some of them might send you a letter that they wrote about someone else, but then they redact the any of the information that might reveal their identity. So um, they would send you a redacted letter. Uh, I say this because I think it's important for you to have an idea of what these letters look like, how they are structured what kind of material to present in the letter. And if for some reason you cannot get a hold of a sample letter, that's when I would recommend um, drafting a set of bullet points based on your achievements. And so when, when I've written letters of recommendation for students, and actually I still to this day get requests for letters of recommendation uh, from folks who I have femtored over the years, I like to pinpoint a couple of things. So I like to first provide context on who I am, what I do, uh, how long I have known this person, and in what context. So obviously, this part of the letter, you wouldn't be writing because you're not, you're not pretending to be that professor. So you would go straight into the rest of the material. And so letters of recommendation tend to highlight uh, strengths, character traits. So if you took this professor's course, for instance, you can name something about the course that you did. So some sort of outcome, some sort of tangible thing. Did you work on a presentation? Did you write a paper? Uh, What did you do in that class that stood out? Did you do well? Did you get an A in the class? So pinpoint those things. Another thing you can write about are uh, anything related to your personal life and even obstacles that you have overcome in your personal life and how they tie in to your goal of pursuing graduate school. You can also talk about any leadership, of that or leadership skills that you've gained and participation in student organizations part-time work volunteer work you could list those things out in the letter and then another thing that you can mention aside from trying to think of I'm, I'm recording this off the cuff right so i don't have um any notes for this but yeah definitely starting out with like background information, then talking about your academic achievements, and especially if you can pinpoint uh, achievements within the class and what you did in the context that they know you, um, talking about your personal life, talking about your leadership experiences. You can also, oh yeah, another good thing to do for a letter of rec is if you know you have a gap in your application, so if you know there's something about your application that isn't competitive, so maybe you, you have a lower GPA and you know you have a low GPA for your field, uh, you would address this gap and what happened in the context and what you did to overcome this or what you're actively doing to overcome this issue. And the same can be said if the GRE is required for you and you're applying and you know that your GRE score is low, you can spend some time writing about the context in which that happened, why that happened, and how this is not an indicator of your potential. And then you can talk about the things that are indicators of your potential and the things that you are excelling at i am trying to think about anything else. You can mention future goals. You can end with highlighting some of your strongest attributes or character traits, but at the end of the day, I don't think that any professor expects you to write the best letter, the strongest letter. A lot of times they're asking you to do this because they want something to start with so that they're not writing a letter from scratch. They're also asking you to do this because they are busy. And if they're busy and you never know, they might have dozens of letters that they have to write in any given year. It's best for you to give them as much information as you can so that they can write a lengthy, substantial, and strong letter than to just let them write their own letter. And sometimes folks, they say yes, and then they don't write strong letters. That's why I always say when you ask for letters of rec, ask for a strong letter because I've been on the other end, not not on the other end of grad school admissions, but on the other end of reviewing applications for highly competitive scholarships and highly competitive grad school preparation programs. And I've seen some letters that were just a couple of lines long that clearly the professor just did it you know, in a couple of minutes, didn't think twice, did not work hard to write a strong letter. And that's what obsessed me. That's what I don't want to happen for you this time. So just to keep it short, if you've been tasked with writing your own letter of recommendation, definitely do your best to try to find some sort of sample Some sort of template, something to give you an idea of what it's supposed to look like if you've never seen a letter of rec like this before. That's going to help you. And then the second thing is to, at the very least, start with bulleting out all of your achievements, achievements related to your academics, the context in which you know this professor. Maybe you took a class with them, maybe they were your faculty mentor for your undergraduate honors thesis, talking about some of the personal experiences that you've had or forms of adversity that you've had to overcome. You can talk about leadership experiences that are meaningful to you. That includes work experience, volunteer experience, student org experience. You can talk about your long-term career goals and you can use the letter as a space to address any gaps. And again, if it's not a perfect letter, If you're afraid that you're not structuring it right, at the end of the day, it is the professor's responsibility to make sure that this is coming from them, that this is their writing. They're asking you to write your own letter, but I assume and expect them to be revising and cleaning it up a little before they submit it. That's it for today's short episode. I hope that you found it helpful, especially to my client who is definitely dealing with that situation right now. Good luck to you. And I will talk to you all next time. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. If you like what you heard, here are four ways you can support the show. The first is to make sure you're subscribed and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The second way is to get your copy of my free Grad School femtoring Touring resource kit, which includes essential information to prepare for and navigate grad school. You can access it at the link in today's show notes. The third way to support my show is to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at gradschoolfemtouring and on LinkedIn by searching my name. The last way to show your love is to sign up to work with me via my Grad School femtoring Academy my group coaching program for first gen BIPOCs seeking to work on their personal growth and gain sustainable productivity skills. You can learn more at gradschoolventuring.com academy. Thanks again for listening. And until next time,